Bill, you know, you try to have a nice holiday. Mm-hmm. You try to take a few weeks off of work. You know, it's the most wonderful time of the year. The month. You know, just enjoying you know, time with family and loved ones. You know, the little, the little bit that you can in this weird time that we live in right now. <laughs> and you try to enjoy a new friggin' year after one of the worst of all time. But Phil, sometimes you get the call. We have to stop the steal. Voter <laughs> fall. Dominion. Hammer and scorecard. Bill, let me tell you, great leader Trump man, you know, he called all true patriots to ascend upon the Capitol. January the 6th, 2020. It will be a day of reckoning, a day to gather. Washington to save America. <laughs> Stop the steal! Dominion! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Trump man on the 19th of December, which we Big protest in DC on January 6th. The biggest of all time. With later tweets saying, Be there. We'll be wild. <laughs> it could be wild. We're going to have punch and fruit cake. <laughs> but Phil, why, why was it, uh, why was it January 6th? Hmm? You might ask, someone might ask, well, why January 6th? What's so important about January 6th? Well, it was the day that Congress was going to certify the false victory of Joseph R. Biden and Kamala Harris as the new president and vice president of the United States that they... So falsely actually won because people voted for them. By a fair election. They won more votes, so yeah. It was completely they fair, won. yeah. Yeah. Won. Okay. Um, but, but it was false. It was false. It was Fake news. I, you know, I want to look for answers. I don't want to, you know, and I'm, I'm not one of the people that don't want to look for answers. You know what I mean? You yeah. Know what I mean. Yeah, man. I know what you mean, man. Sometimes you gotta like dig deep, you know, into the crevices of your like couch cushions for crumbs and stuff. And sometimes, like down in there, you'll find these crumbs and you pull them out. And in those crumbs, you crumble them up. And inside, there's little more morsels of crumbs. And you know, every time you crumble up those little crumbs, even more little crumbs come out. And it's just like you're digging deep down into like the real heartland issues of America. You know, yeah. and uh, the world really, because America leads. You know, by example, and it's the number one country ever in existence in ever, the entire yeah. universe. Yeah, you know, we all ever. Like, and uh, they they lead everything. So, you know, what would ensue on January sixth? You know, it would not only take America by storm, but literally the entire world watching because people are so enamored with that lovely, stupid country called America. Uh, as a mob of Trump supporters <laughs> breach the Capitol building. We're talking leagues of little angry fat men, <laughs> scaling walls, breaking past barricades. AKA police officers literally opening the barricades for them. Literally. It was so easy. It actually stopped Congress from certifying the election results. <laughs> oh, it kind of worked. Uh, they they delayed it. Yeah, they delayed it. They didn't really stop it. But I was I was kind of watching this live and I was like, just like I, I was watching it happen a little bit, like uh, heard about them trying to storm the building and stuff, and it was kind of getting crazy. Mm. Then I went for a walk, maybe like hour, hour and a half walk, got home and uh, on the news, my wife was watching it with her new flatmate and, you know, just had this 
up and it was just chaos. It's like people breaking in to the Capitol building and stealing podiums. Said Congress, Congress stopped certifying the results, and I was like, "Those sons of bitches did it." <laughs> that crazy bastard did it. Those sons of bitches. <laughs> I mean, but did you listen to his speech leading up to it in his little Popemobile bulletproof glass fucking thing? I I saw the bulletproof glass. I saw a couple of sound bites and I read a couple of bits, but I've long passed. Uh, I'm long past the stage of tolerating <laughs> a full a full speech. You know, that's from good. That man, or from any man. leader man over here, Boris Johnson. But you know, but he, any man, he, any you know? man. That's I just a good rule of I don't thing. even listen to this podcast. I just no. I just release it. We just you know? shit it out. <laughs> Everyone else has to listen to. It. <laughs> Fucking edited already. Yeah. <laughs> but he was adamant. He was like, "We're gonna march on Washington. We're gonna storm the Capitol, and I'll be there with you." And he fucking wasn't. And I wish he won. It would have been like, it's like when Scar is thrown to the hyena. It would have been like that. You know what I mean? Like, because he would have yeah. got in there and what? There's nothing to fucking do in there. Everybody just stormed in and they, oh my God, oh my God, my hands. And they took like a selfie. They like fattened them off at the, yeah. and they like stole an envelope. And now they're all getting arrested. Yeah. And it's like, what did you do though? And you will scale these walls, unironically proving yeah. that the wall doesn't work. I mean, what a day this was, though, Phil. I mean, we learned so much this day. We learned that Ted Cruz <laughs> is definitely too stupid to be the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> you know, as he continuously tried to take up for Trump, who was constantly berating him all the time over the years, and he even called his Whipping wife boy. ugly. Yeah, and he just took it. All to get political clout down the line. That's the hill he's going to die on to be the person who stood up for Trump. Because, you know, when this is all over, Trump is gone. He's gone. And his fan base will still be there. This weird, divided America that exists. Someone's got to take up the mantle. Someone's got to take it up. And I think the Zodiac Killer's got it. But I think he's too stupid to be the Zodiac Killer. I don't even think the Zodiac Killer was that smart. I've seen some of those... Letters, you know, he spelled Christmas with two S's, but he evaded the police for many years and they never really did find out exactly who it was, although they might have. They might have. He just didn't get arrested because he was a white guy. It was the dad from Bubble Boy. Yeah. It was the dad from Bubble Boy the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Who'd have thunk? We learned that no senators like Representative Louis Gomer enough to sign his petition to contest the results in Wisconsin. That was fun. That was. Uh, we learned that the day was definitely planned, you know, via parlor, a lot of talk going on there. There was, uh, the Donald dot win, you know, these disreputable outlets. They knew these guys were on there. They were planning it. Yeah. They knew what was going on. They came dressed up. Yeah. They came dressed up. I saw one guy with the shirt that said civil war, January 6th. <laughs> you have to get that printed in advance. You know, he didn't just find that. Yeah, you can't do that. Like, you didn't repurpose that. You can't do that, like, literally while that's happening. I mean, you. <laughs> I'm not saying that you couldn't print a shirt that fast, yeah. but it's too on the nose. Yeah. It's too quick. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see a any printing too... shirts. Like, <laughs> there was a guy, like, making tie dye shirts outside the Capitol. Screen printing Screen shirts. Printing shirts. <laughs> <laughs> get your t shirt. Get your Civil War t shirt. 
<laughs> Civil War Two. Well, we we also learned that certain characters who made it into the capital were definitely probably planning on taking hostages, as quite a few had zip tie cuffs, mace, and then they also found some explosive devices around. Yeah, but it was like Sinbad and Jingle All the Way with an explosive device, just like a box that they just left somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the zip ties, though, that's, I mean, that's these, these zip ties, though, yeah, these zip ties, they were, they were definitely like the type that cops use, you know, or military use, like they were proper, like heavy yeah, duty, um, not cheap zip ties. They were like stuff that are basically used to restrain people. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like photos of these guys, like walking around with them in their hands and stuff as they're walking through the Capitol building. So like, Watch why out. were they in there? What were they planning? Were they going to just essentially take the play hostage and what? Demand a recount? They would still lose. I think some of those clowns really would have, if if they had the opportunity, probably would have tried to, uh, you know, take people like Pelosi hostage or something like that if they could. Yeah. You know? Pence. Like, and who knows what they would have done. Yeah, Pence. Fuck it. The guy's a traitor. You know, we learned that... uh, some people sat at Pelosi's Pelosi sat at <laughs> Pelosi's desk. You know, they stole her mail. Yeah, a laptop was stolen. <gasps> a, le- a lectern was stolen, and uh, all those people were arrested days later. <laughs> I made out a lot of photos. Not on the spot. Not on the spot because we learned that cops don't treat white protesters <laughs> the same as person of color protesters. No, they would have got shot. We also learned that they, they... They let them in. They let them in. I heard one quote from a cop where they were like, oh, you just got to do... You just got to let them do what they're going to do now. Why? <laughs> Why? Well, it's just going to happen. <laughs> we did all we could. We stood there, and then we stood over there. I took a selfie with that guy. That was pretty yeah. cool. Um, what the fuck? There was, like, literally that one barricade that was there. Like, there was a video of that one barricade, and all the people were just kind of standing there. Yeah, and waiting. Then the guy just like opened the barricade, and then they all just start coming in, and it's just like it seemed like they weren't gonna like come in if you didn't open that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it was like a two foot <laughs> barricade. They could have jumped it, but they were all respecting <laughs> the line, yeah. the boundary. They're like, "This is an option." Yeah, we Wait. can just oh, we can oh, just come in. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Do you know who did? I don't know if you saw this, someone who did make it in. And I think just blew the case wide open. All these little details, all the, oh, you know, they got in too easy and stuff. I think comes down to this one moment. So while this is going on, they're storming the Capitol, they're climbing the wall, some people are falling from walls, and it's really funny because they're horrible people. You know, and there's smoke and pepper spray and fight breaking out, people tapering themselves in the balls. And then through the <laughs> smoke, through the smoke, like in the middle of all this, Batman showed up. What? Did you see that? No. Fucking Batman was there. A guy, I'm assuming Bruce Wayne, fully dressed in Batman. Cow, cape, everything, just walking through the crowd. Didn't, wasn't very clear whose side he was on. There's very little footage, you know, could he... He got those electronics to like scramble and everybody phoned around him, so you don't get any yeah. good visual. But it looked like a theme from Dark Knight Rising. It looked exactly like yeah, the end. Dude. It was the steps of everything. You just needed a guy with a mask. And a funny British accent, like punching him in the face. 
But I'm thinking, <laughs> this doesn't just look like a Crypt Phenomenon movie. Maybe this was a Crypt Phenomenon movie. Whoa, <laughs> no. Dude, think about it. Tenet bombed, right? And he yeah. didn't hit revenge. He was like watching, you know, this was happening for you, you know? It's not one of the surprise things happened overnight. And he was picking his moment, and he was probably, you know, disguising himself online and spurring on the sort of combination, adding to the fire. So one, and the Batman just like a throwaway reference to, that is one clue that it was him. But yeah. I feel like this hit revenge on America for not going to see Tenet yeah. during the pandemic. I think this is his moon landing. This is, he's always wanted to be Kubrick, mm. and this is him. He, yeah, he dude, faked yeah. a Capitol Hill. He faked an interaction. Dude, I mean, <laughs> I think you're on to something here because... Nobody's seen it like that, bro. There's some stuff that was going on this day. I mean, we learned that five people were killed in the events of the day. Yeah. I saw some video, but... I don't know. Was it was it actually just like footage that was released by Christopher Nolan's new studio? Exactly. You know, because he's he's apparently pissed off with Warner Brothers. You know, the whole HBO thing. So yeah, and nobody's listening to him. You're onto something. Maybe maybe he is working with Donald Trump now. Like maybe Trump's just like knows that his days as a politician are over, but he's got to make some money somehow. So he's gonna like get into film and stuff. He had experience. He's like, I've, I've been on TV. He's been on TV. He was in Home Alone. It's perfect. Yeah. Let's corner the film game. You know, so because he like, he kept inciting the events of the day and he refused to call off his people and he, mm-hmm. he refused to concede the election. But I mean, there's a lot of chatter going around, you know, because we learned that like. Trump was also kicked off of all the apps, every app known to man. Yeah, four years too late, but yeah. Most notably Twitter. Yes, finally. No more tweets. You know, for inciting the insurrection. He incited this insurrection. Yeah. And he was basically telling the people that stormed the Capitol that he loved them. He did. <laughs> You're very special to me. Maybe this was all like so that Christopher Nolan got him kicked off these apps so that he wouldn't spoil anything. Because, you know, Trump, Trump loves to talk. He loves to tweet. He does. He does. He loves to brag. Yeah. Like, I'm in the greatest news movie. Ever made. I got the news. <laughs> I got the newest movie ever made. Ever made. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, HBO's like, it has to be exclusive to HBO. So he had to leave all the other platforms yeah. for this movie to come out. Yeah. I think this is going to be like a I'm still here, Joaquin Phoenix thing. Next year, this is just going to come out on HBO Max and we'll be like, oh shit, we fucking fell for it. The whole time, Trump, yeah, would, dude. Trump would fucking Dasha Baron Cohen or something in disguise. The whole time, because you know, you know, of all the people, you know, fucking commentating and narrating the date event on January 6th, do you know who stayed silent? Christopher Nolan. Yeah, dude. I didn't hear shit. The silence was deafening. Was deafening. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, where is that? I can hear yeah. his funny little scarf blowing in the wind, but I don't hear shit. Nothing. Yeah. I'm still no waiting. Takes. No takes. I want it to takes. I want the takes. Dude. One other thing we learned about the day, though, and this makes so much more sense now. Like, I was trying to wrap my head around this guy. This guy. We learned about this stupid dude who wears a bearskin Viking helmet, (laughs) red, white, and blue face paint, carries a spear with an American flag, 
And he goes around shirtless to show off the stupid Viking and Norse tattoos called the Q Shaman. <laughs> They've completely co-opted these, like, ancient, like, symbols and turned them into, like, neo-Nazi regalia. It's so fucked up. Yeah. So, who is this guy? I mean, maybe he, maybe he, I don't know, maybe Nolan knows. What we know about him really is that, you know, he's a 32-year-old man named Jacob Chansley. He goes by the name Jake Jake (laughs) Engeli. Of course, Chansley. He's got to have his stage name, you know? But then he also goes by the Q Shaman because, you know, he's got to have a stage name for his stage name. Yeah, (laughs) fucking pick one. So he's a big character in the QAnon movement. I don't know if you've ever seen this guy before, Phil, before the 6th of January. Not before the 6th, no. Okay, so I unfortunately have known about this guy for a few months now. I first saw him in a video where he was running around Arrowhead Mall in Glendale, Arizona, shouting in a megaphone about how the logos of the mall are symbols for well-known child sex trafficking rings. With that pizza, huh? Literally <laughs> going through a mall. <laughs> He's literally oh going through God. the mall with a megaphone just shouting, like, These arrows are for child sex trafficking rings are well-known. <laughs> okay, just gonna ask you, Ellie. His voice is very gruff, too. It's like, He's just like a younger version of like Alex Jones with the way he talks. Like it's just not quite as like gruff, but it's very gruff. It's very fucking off-putting. Like <laughs> he's he's like an interesting character. I don't know. He's he's a big in the QAnon movement. So QAnon being this weird thing that thinks that you know Trump and some imaginary man named Q is going to take down the cabal. Of the global elite. They're dying by looting the election and they're just gonna go from them. Yeah, but wait, this is all a part of the plan. Oh, okay. Just trust trust the plan. Because <laughs> it's all part of the plan. Doesn't that sound familiar? Yeah. Joker. Dark Knight 2008. <laughs> <laughs> what if I told you the Q Shaman was actually a member of Black Lives Matter and Antifa movements? And that all the people storming the Capitol were actually Antifa members trying to make real patriots look bad. That's like sabotage. You know, if I told you that, I'd be fucking lying. <laughs> I'd be fucking lying. <laughs> You'd be a goddamn liar. But, you know, it depends on how you look at it. This, this Q shaman dude, literally, he's just like the biggest Trump and save the children QAnon rallies guy. Like, save he just goes children. to all these things across, across America. He's at all the biggest ones. He's he's literally just the biggest Trump supporter. He's full-blown pilled. He's often <laughs> posting on his Facebook page about like satanic child sex trafficking a ball that Trump and Q are gonna take down. Uh he would of course post with a lot of like religious expressions. His Facebook page is now gone, unfortunately. Oh damn. But uh I think his Twitter page is still up. Mostly mostly he, he posts with these religious expressions mostly like christian but using the phrases like god win jesus amen (laughs) but he he would also describe himself as a shamanic practitioner and energetic healer of shaman (laughs) sham he said i've been on the shamanic path 
for over a decade and have numerous different capabilities and gifts at my disposal. Name one. Do one, please. Do one. Do one of them right now, man. <laughs> if you're that interested in shamanic ritual, do yeah. one. He's also called himself a multi-dimensional and hyper-dimensional being. <laughs> hyper-dimensional? And claims he can see into other higher dimensions. I can hear colors. <laughs> he says, I can see into these higher dimensions that, that these entities, these pedophiles, these rapists, these really high up people, that they can almost hide in the shadows in. <laughs> Jesus, amen. Jesus, amen. Too bad he couldn't use that power to heal himself or hide himself oh. in his own dimensions because it turns out he's just a failed actor with no job. No shit. He lives at home with his mom. He describes himself as an actor, a voiceover artist, a singer, capable of performing 30 different voices in numerous different accents. Wow. And he's also claimed at being uh, very skilled at embodying characters. So... Was he in the Batman suit? Was he actually not a failed actor? Maybe he has the biggest job ever. It's some of the new Christopher Nolan film. Maybe he's playing multiple people. Maybe he's doing a fucking meet the clump situation. Dude, maybe he was everybody there. He's multi-dimensional. He can like appear in and hyper-dimensional. Multi- <laughs> yeah, he's like he's not just in three D. He's like super three D. I saw Spider Verse. I saw Spider Verse. You know, he like just he just got all the fucking different versions of himself out and about, playing around, storm the Capitol. Once you tap into the water, it's open. You can't close that gate. Yeah, you were talking about his tattoos. Like you know, he's got is clearly like influenced by heathenry, which is like a modern pagan religion which unfortunately has a lot of heavy ties to white supremacy and fascism yeah but bro are you christian or are you pagan like there's no consistency (laughs) (laughs) jake and gelly the q shaman you know he surrendered himself to federal authorities and he's in custody right now on charges of violent entry and disorderly conduct good these conspiracies of the Q Shaman was an Antifa member, you know, that I said earlier. They're all, they all stem from a cropped photo of him appearing at a Black Lives Matter march over summer. But in the original photo, he can clearly be seen as a counter protester carrying a big QAnon placard that said, Q sent me. Congressman Mo Brooks of Alabama, who spoke at the Trump rally moments before the mob storm, the Capitol told American patriots to start taking down names and kicking ass. (laughs) And then he he would later tweet, please don't be like hashtag fake news media. Don't rush the judgment on assault on Capitol. Wait for investigation. All may not be and likely is not what appears. Evidence growing that fascist Antifa... Fascist Antifa... Antifa. Fascist anti-fascist. Fascist (laughs) anti-fascist. A.K.A. fascist. (laughs) It's a double negative. It's a double negative, you asshole. (laughs) Orchestrated capital attack with clever mob control tactics. Mm, They learned from Q. He He also said he didn't mean kick actual ass. He was Figurative. talking about the donkey, you know, just, just, just beat the Dems, you know, the uh, donkey. Beat I thought he like, like kick <laughs> some figurative ass. <laughs> <laughs> one big proponent of calling out the Q shaman, though, it seems as one of these Antifa, these fascist Antifa supporters, you know, these fascist <laughs> Antifa men 
is one of Trump's many lawyers named Lynn Wood, who is uh, known for representing the family of JonBenet Ramsey. You know, the people who probably killed that little girl, yeah. but they got away yeah, with they it. Did. Richard Jewell, who... Same thing. Clint Eastwood. I don't know much about Richard Jewell. I mean, it seems like he he supposed to be like the guy who did the Olympic bombings. I'm a patsy. I'm a patsy. Yeah. But apparently he didn't do it. I don't know. And uh, yeah, he's he represents Trump in his many failed attempts to overturn the election results. They changed the machinery. <laughs> he basically has had his hands all in the QAnon pie. Like finger deep. Deep, deep in there. He's like finger in that American pie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's in support of the riots, apparently. Uh, and he even had a post removed on Parler for calling for Patriots to shoot Mike Pence. Oh my God. And before Twitter removed his account, he posted a, the crop photo in question of Jake and Gelly, the Q, the Q, Q shaman, shaman at the Black Lives Matters march. Mm-hmm. The crop photo where you don't see that he's holding a Q sent me sign. And he said that it's indisputable photographic evidence that Antifa violently broke into Congress today. <laughs> <laughs> dude so which side are you on dude do you want do you want the people the good patriots to uh you know t- take out the capital to to stop the election are you are you for it or do you want to blame it on antifa because clearly the patriots wouldn't do that clearly wow it's simple patriots would never f- would never be violent what side are you on it, it's the side of whichever Twitter doesn't hate. <laughs> He's like, I'm with the Patriot, so they get violent. But if it turns out it wasn't them, it was another group being violent, then I'm against them. Yeah. I'm lost. He's on the side of the shaman. <laughs> no? No, he's not, because he tried to out the shaman as being Antifa. Well, the Q shaman wants you to know what side he's on. And he is on spotlight. Play tie him. <laughs> <laughs> He's on spotlight. Excellent resume. He wanted Lynn Wood and he wanted everyone else to know, he said in a tweet before Lynn Wood's tweet got deleted because his Twitter account got removed. <laughs> but you can still find the Q Shaman's tweet where he says, I am not Antifa or Black Lives Matter. I am a QAnon and a digital soldier. My name is Jake, and I marched with police and fought against Black Lives Matter and Antifa in Phoenix. Mocha won America news coverage of July 4th rally in Phoenix capital. I was standing against the Black Lives Matter mob, outnumbered but unfazed. Look it up. <laughs> I looked it up, dude. Uh, and you're right, it was just... Is this his spotlight resume? <laughs> it says he's going to be in the new Christopher Nolan film out 2022. <laughs> HBO Max. It's called Godwin. Jesus, amen. <laughs> this podcast is presented by the Breadcrumbs Collective and is made possible by listeners like you. If you'd like to learn more about Breadcrumbs, head over to breadcrumbscollective.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at breadcrumbspod. Breadcrumbs. It's more than a podcast network. It's family breadcrumbs. Yeah.